With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Gentleman's Talk, where the podcast talks about a man's battle with mental health, his personal experiences, and his journey to be a better soul. Hosted by James Dean Littlejohn. Hi, everyone, and uh, welcome to the Gentleman's Talk. Um, here, here we are. I've, I'm, I'm in a much better place, um, and it's really refreshing to say that, and and. and, and she, the positive spin from yesterday's podcast. Um, and even my one of my best friends texted me saying I could feel how flat you were at the start of the podcast. And, um, you know, but I, I, he could hear me perking up as I was talking. And this is, you know, just positive news that, um, you know, just by talking and opening up a little bit, um, we we better our mood, we, we, we create a better situation. And I can't emphasize any more how important it is to talk. And I've had a really interesting day today at work. And um, it finished, uh, my day finished with what I call a high, um, in, in the sense that I had a conversation. Um, and I'm not going to divulge that conversation in any way, shape or form. But I related to somebody that I, I've spoke to previously and, and, you know, we just get on. You know, sometimes you just meet people in life and you just click and you have a good time and you know that you can, you know, you just think, actually, I, I, I can relate to you. You're going to be a good, you're a good bloke. Um, certainly, it's, it's, it's very difficult to make friends as men um, because we're very reserved. And trust me, I've been in situations where you know, oh, you'd like such and such. Why? Because you're friends with his wife. <laughs> Why does that mean I'm going to instantly like him? And I think men are a little bit more reserved. We'll talk and we'll open up, but we're, we're a little bit reserved. And that's apparent by the fact that we don't talk. We don't talk openly. We certainly don't open our feelings, do we? It's, it's, it's just a, it almost feels like you're emasculated if you do you know doesn't feel manly enough but I had this conversation at the end of the day and um I got a lot out of it because you know this is a a bloke that I've recently I've known for the best part of a year um and he's a really good bloke and you know he was asking and confided in me because of this sort of podcast and and how I'm open and honest about my own problems and I think that that's got to be embraced um but I was able to assist him a little bit and I felt really rewarded for that. And, and, and it was great to just help somebody um, who's feeling like I felt and I do feel clearly a, 
it was prevalent yesterday, wasn't it? You know, um, there I was, no reason to be unhappy, um, and there I was, flat as you like, no interest in life again. And that's you forget when you're on a high with life. What you you almost forget the low light, the low bits. So when it hits you, even eight to ten years on, it's still a shock for me. And I remember texting my mate, or my mate texted me actually, uh, and listened to the podcast. And he went, I can actually feel how flat you were, because he's known me 28 years. Um, But he said, as you spoke, and and I spoke for the best part of an hour yesterday, as you spoke, you just, you became happier. And I was like, because I'm getting it off my chest. And I did, I slept like an absolute, I say baby, but you know, babies don't sleep very well. (laughs) So I don't know why we use that as a terminology. Um... Uh, why we use that as a as a reference, sorry, not terminology, why we use that as a reference, um, because they don't sleep, do they? I mean, trust me, I've had three girls, and uh, yeah, they do sleep through eventually, but if we're going to uh, refer to it as a baby, it's normally um, eating and shitting for the best part of every two hours. So um, anyway, I slept well, shall we say. So I slept well, and I woke up this morning, and I hit that cold shower with vigor (laughs) I loved it I really did and I've had a really buzzing day today I've been bouncing around I've you know I've I've done you know two or three things audit big audits in work and I felt great about it had a great conversation and and even went back this evening to uh you know finish my day and, and 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 help my dad and still had that that joviality and here I am now you know I'm going to talk about a subject that's really taboo for men but I need to talk about it because it just, it was like a light bulb moment. I was like, actually, that's a massive struggle for me. And it has been a massive struggle. And do other people experience this? I don't know. But I think if I break that barrier today and and talk openly about something that is, um, you know, a very male problem, shall we say, um, and the experiences I have, um, yeah, I, I want to talk to you about it. But I just wanted to first off just show you how talking helps it really does Uh, and you know even when I'm flat and bearing in mind I've been so busy today that I haven't texted any of my friends and I've had uh, you know an abundance of text messages all day and I've not been able to look at them because I just haven't had the time to look at my phone and uh, and by the way I'm trying to sit up so hopefully I don't sound as like you know like I'm literally strangling myself with my seven chins Um, so it just goes to show talking really does help, doesn't it? Um, and I want to prove that to people, that being open and honest, and it's a really hard thing for a man to do, isn't it? It really is. Um, but I want to try and break that taboo and talk about my own experiences, and that's what this journey is about, talking about my own experiences and just showing you can do it, and showing the positives and showing the negatives, and, and just try and you know show that it, it does help. So, yeah, I, I came away from the, the conversation, and... Um, I get asked random questions all the time, and uh, one topic, and I'm going to just jump straight in, actually, um, that, um, that that hit home, really, and, and I've experienced, and, and men don't talk about it at all, and, and I mean, you wouldn't even probably admit it, and I feel almost a bit like, Christ, I'm talking about this, but it's having a, a relationship, and more specifically intercourse, um, when you've got mental health problems. Now, all of you have gone, oh, what's he going to say? And, 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 and you know, it's nothing bad. Uh, trust me, it's nothing bad. But I really think that it's 
one of the biggest things that affected me um and it has affected me for the past the the the, the past or the best part of the 10 years and it's it's something that instantly affected me and i didn't know how to deal with it um and i certainly didn't know how to talk about it i certainly didn't know how you even approach this topic of intercourse with a friend sex whatever you want to say um you know however you want to put it i'm trying to put it a little bit more politically correct because i'm on i'm on radio but so to speak podcast you know but um intercourse sex shagging you know what i mean whatever you want to say it's um it's a very whenever you think of that you normally associate it with men don't you that men are like you know we're like walking around just thinking about sex all the time and we're like a light switch but that is most of the time um the case because we unfortunately we are um blessed shall we say but i think it's more of a burden um as a male but we are blessed with testosterone now testosterone comes in in huge spades for some people and some people don't have a lot of testosterone um i am i wonder what that was i thought that was rain <laughs> sorry um i have always had testosterone in an abundance and i mean absolute abundance it, it to the point where i remember when i was young and i went to the doctors and said I can't control this. It's almost like I've got an addiction to it, you know? Um, he was like, no, you're just young, mate. <laughs> I was like, okay, so I put my mind at rest. It's just what it is. But you, I questioned it because I was like, nah, I can't be like this. I just think about this 24-7. Can't be right. Um, but what they don't talk about and what people don't think about, but it is actually such a big problem, is sex when you've got mental health problems. And, you know any sort of mental health the first thing that i noticed that disappeared was my sex drive absolutely disappeared shot gone not interested and i struggled with that for years because it almost got to the point where the only time i could have sex um was when it was to the point where it was frustrating for me because my body wanted that release because men are like that we we have testosterone i'm trying to talk openly about a man and, and and what we experience um and we experience this testosterone build up and if we don't deal with it it turns into aggression normally it does with me some men don't you know i don't get it um but what they don't talk about with mental health is mental health is you lose complete and utter interest in that there's no interest you don't want to be touched you don't want to touch people and that can be a really big problem whether you're in a a new relationship or whether you're in an old relationship it doesn't really matter it's always going to be a problem and and do you want to go and t- tell your wife partner girlfriend whatever you know boyfriend whatever you know what do you want to turn around and tell them i can't perform or you know i'm not, I'm, I'm not interested because you would instantly probably get a, a negative reaction wouldn't you what do you mean you're not interested? what is it me and women you know and i'm talking heterosexually now because that's my experience i'm not trying to um you know disassociate with any other um sort of sexual preference if you like but i don't have experience on that so it's really hard for me to comment um but you might be able to relate to them i don't know um but i certainly remember that um i struggled massively i didn't want to be touched and i remember the first time that it happened and, and i didn't go near my wife for a year I I just didn't want to be touched I slept as far away as I could and that never got better and it almost came to the point where the only time I wanted sex was when 
we get this thing called blue balls, shall we say, as 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 uh, it's a male a male euphemism. You've you've I can't even say that word. Anyway, it's a male talk. God, it made me think I could have gone on tip of my tongue, but I couldn't say it. Euphemism. That's it. Euphemism. That's it. Male euphemism. Euphemism. That's a tough word, isn't it? That Jesus. Um, and that's the only time I could was when it got to the point where my body was like, dude, you need to sort this out, mate. What's going on? We're still producing semen and, and sperm, whatever. You were still producing all the good stuff and you're not doing anything about it, mate. And, you know, your body tells you to do that. So you have to do that. Um, it's difficult, but then you're not in a mindset to do that. So you almost feel, you know, like, I mean, God, the amount of times I said, you know, I'm washing my hair, you know, oh, I've got a headache. You know, you almost turn into that situation and it's a very difficult topic because it's emasculating to not be able to do your sole purpose because you know put all the other crap aside everything aside you know we are designed to procreate that is what we are designed to do um women have a tendency to think more about a mate whereas men we don't have that emotional ability i mean some men do i certainly don't think I do. Um, we don't have that emotional ability. We we can connect with people, but it's very easy for men to turn that off, and, and and it's it's difficult and very easy for men to not have an emotional attachment to someone they're having sex with. It's very easy to do that, but what's not easy to do is to deal. Sorry about the rain. I'm, I'm literally sat in the cabin. I don't know if you can hear it because my mic's quite good. But there's a little bit of rain on the roof. But I think it'll add a little bit of atmosphere to it. it certainly does to me because I love sitting out here and listening to the rain. Uh, it's very therapeutic looking out and seeing the stars and listening to the rain. But anyway, that's what I'm talking about. Creating a, an atmosphere. Creating an atmosphere that you feel comfortable in. Um, so it's very emasculating to not be able to perform. And you can try, and you can try, and you can try, and it won't happen. Or you just don't want to be touched. You're just like, get off me. There's something wrong with me. I don't know what it is. And you almost shut yourself down. You almost close yourself down. And this is what I said to you yesterday. If a man is happy, he will talk. He will touch. He will kiss. He will shower you with love. When he's not happy, he will shut down. He'll clam up. He'll close down. He doesn't want any interest in you. But it's not you. It's his own mental health. Um, hopefully that's not too loud, I apologise, I'm trying to get a bit closer to the mic. It's quite nice though, just enjoy that for a second, sorry. Um, so it is emasculating, isn't it? You know, it's kind of, it's a difficult thing to deal with. Um, I certainly struggled with it, and, and it, the problem is, it doesn't get better when you take an antidepressant. So, when you get depressed... Um, anyone that would know about it, what your body is ultimately doing is, is stopping producing serotonin, um, a chemical that is produced by your brain for, uh, you know, an endorphin. It's a happy, it's a happy drug, a natural happy drug. Your body stops producing that. So you clam up, you shut down, you don't bother interesting. You don't interact. Even things that used to make you happy don't make you happy. Um, and sex for a man Whereas I think women, I think, and this is, I, I, you know, this is only, again, my experiences. I feel that women like the emotional connection when you can give them the emotional connection. Um, and they do that through helping around the house, helping with the kids, you know, the odd kiss, the flirt, the cuddle. Um, but genuinely, I think that women just like to be helped. They like to feel supported. 
Um, and that's where they get their connection from. I think you, once you help them and you support them, you make them feel protected and safe, you will get that connection from a woman and it, it will come in spades and it will always, that is their way of connecting. And for me, uh, certainly I think for most people, the way to really connect with a woman is through intercourse. That is how men really get involved. And yes, we abuse that by having sex with people we don't really have an emotional connection with that's fine that's you know that's that's where you want to deal with that but when you have a true partner sex is a massive part of that relationship a massive part of that relationship and i know we all go through different stages um some people medically can't perform um for whatever reason and this is that same performance it's that performance anxiety and the problem is what you, they don't tell you is the longer that you go without it, the more you clam up, the and the longer you struggle, the more you worry about it. So, say for instance, you can't perform and you can't finish, um, which is a lot of the time the case with antidepressants because it just blocks that emotion and and it does it it takes away your emotion completely. So you don't have that emotional connection. You don't get excited you don't look at the emotional connection with sex. So ultimately, it's, it's just a, it's a vicious circle for a man. You need the antidepressant to perk yourself up and start producing some sort of serotonin to make it so you can get out of bed because, let's face it, when you're in that depression, all you want to do is sleep. I did. I certainly went to bed for hours, and, and I've been the opposite way where, you know, I've stayed awake for the best part of three days completely straight where I couldn't sleep and I went to work and it was only when I went to work and they went you look a mess so I haven't slept for three days and I'm talking literally up you know just couldn't sleep my brain was just constantly stressing about things and it's really important to let go of that stress but no one talks about sex with men no one says they just go oh he's not performing oh he's not very good oh yeah don't don't sleep with him he's crap well maybe he's not emotionally connected maybe he's not Maybe he's struggling. Maybe he's not able to deal with that. And that's what he does. And that's the part of your body for a man that shuts down. I've really, I've really noticed that. And you, you kind of lose that whole connection. And it's very, very difficult to deal with. Because we are men. That's what we do. We're there to procreate. We carry in us the ability to procreate. You know. Um, it's just, it, it's naturally what we're there to do. You know. So when you can't perform, it's very, very difficult, very negative. And the only time you can perform is when it's frustration. So you're not engaged in it emotionally because you just want to get rid of this feeling of, of tension. You know, you're, you're, you're tight, you know, um, you know you need to um, have sex, but you don't know, you don't want to have sex. So you're fighting your body with your um, your mind and... Um, yeah, it's a constant battle. It's really difficult to deal with. And, you know, so what do you do to deal with it? Well, talk, open up. And, you know, it's only the last it's probably six six months where I've actually openly stopped and recognised this as a problem. And, and I remember it's a difficult conversation to have and... As you can tell, I'm I'm pretty open about it now because I'm I I've recognised it is an issue. But the one thing that um, I certainly did was had a sit down conversation and explained the frustration, 
And if you've got a true partner that cares, they will help you work through it. And they won't put that pressure on you to perform. And they won't put that pressure on you in any way, shape or form. They'll nurture it in other ways. And that is what is about being a couple, is nurturing the right ways. And I think that if you've got a a, a good quality partner in whatever context you choose to have that partner in, if you've got a good quality lifetime partner, they will understand. And yes, I fully appreciate it's just as frustrating for women because they still have sexual needs. I understand that. But men are told, aren't we? We are told, if a woman says no, that's a complete sentence. They've said no. I'm not interested. And we don't batter an eyelid, do we? We almost get ostracised if we don't listen, which you should do because no is no. So we, we've learned that and we've gone through society understanding that that is no for men. And why do we target men? Well, because men have this frustration, this build-up, and we need to release it. And it can cause us to um, almost be a bit out of character when we're, we're in that situation. And I don't think enough people understand that when that testosterone's running through you, it's a difficult situation to deal with, especially if you've got a high sex drive and you've got high testosterone, but your mind isn't performing at its optimum level. It's a very, very crap situation to be in. And we talk to women and we say, yeah, no means no, boys. Don't do this. Don't send that. Don't do this. But, but what we don't acknowledge is not all men feel in the mood. Maybe we do want to wash our hair. Maybe we do have a headache. Do you know what I mean? Um... And we'll sit there and we'll listen to the woman's feelings. I'm not feeling like it. You know, I've had a baby and and I'm recouping my body or whatever. So, you know, that can take the best part of... I know people that have gone without it for the best part of a year because they've had a baby and they've had struggles. And we appreciate that. But what we don't appreciate is men. We just think that we're a light switch. You're not a light switch. You're still a human being. You still suffer the same emotional damage. And when you've got mental health problems and a mental health condition even if it's undiagnosed even if you think there's something wrong and you you can easily look at the symptoms and go there's something wrong because it's out of the norm um and i certainly remember um looking at my partner and going absolutely stunning i i don't know why i can't you're beautiful i've got a lovely place i'm i feel comfortable but i can't perform and ultimately, it, you can fizzle out of relationships for that. But this is what I say to you. You need to stop. You need to be open. You need to be honest. And I'm not talking about... And I know we've got this funny thing at the moment. We were talking about it the other day. Where a lot of people are worried about men becoming less masculine. And as you look around the world, men do seem to be going a little bit the pendulum seems to have swung the opposite way, doesn't it? And we, and women like, as much as they say, um, they like the sensitive side. They do like the rough and the ready, the beard and all that sort of stuff. They do like you to feel manly because manly means protection. But what does manly mean? Does manly mean that we can't be in touch with our own mental health, our own, you know, our own feelings? without being emasculated, without feeling emasculated, sorry. Well, that's unfair, isn't it? And that's where I'm talking to you now openly on a podcast that I'm going to be 
putting out to the world that I'm saying that's unfair. And I don't think it's fair because I'm a very masculine person. I, you know, I love my weight training. I love my wakeboarding. I've got, you know, my motorbike and, and, and I love speed, adrenaline. I'm very, very protective. Um, and I will protect anybody that's around me that I love. And that's friends and family. I'm very protective and I'm very caring. But at the same time, I'm a man, I, you know, categorize it as much as you want i'm very old school in that sense i do like to walk around i do like muscles i've got my tattoos and all that sort of stuff but is it fair that i can't talk about my feelings is it fair that i can't acknowledge that i'm going through a tough time is it fair that i have to suppress that and deal with it and at the same time perform in a relationship because that's what's expected of me absolutely not um, and I challenge any woman that really cares about her man to turn around and say, I don't care. You, you know, I've got needs as well. If they say that, get out the door, mate. I'm not interested. I appreciate you've got needs, but just like when I've got needs and I have to sit there and I have to wait and I have to, we have to have a mutual feeling. Why is it the other way around when you want it? I can't have a mutual agreement and that's where the difficult talks and that's why i'm talking to you right now about such a taboo subject isn't it you know it's such a cross is he saying that oh he's crying you know and i'm not saying i don't perform um i'm certainly not you know i've never had a complaint <laughs> um you know but um at the end of the day our mindset is just as important as the females and if we say no it just means exactly the same. No is a complete sentence. And you shouldn't take that negatively. Because men aren't just like switches. Men do have feelings. And we're moving away from those archaic times where, you know... I mean, if you want men to go back to the way they were when they felt masculine and they were down the mines, yeah, you crack on. Because when we were doing that, we were smoking, drinking, staying out all hours, sleeping with all the women we wanted, and we were coming home and going, yeah, we're here, I've had my bit of fun. And you were treated as the second-class citizen. You were treated as the woman that was at home looking after the kids and making the tea for the man. So if you want us to go back to that, then by all means, stand up and be counted. But you don't want that because you want the sensitive side. Well, with the sensitive side comes us being able to talk about ourselves. And we have to address the fact that men don't always perform can't always perform and why should i take a tablet to get me erect because i can so i can perform for you no <laughs> i don't think i should um i should there's, there's obviously an issue if i can't perform and so, i know I, and i and i get the fact that there's erectile dysfunction as you get older men do lose their ability and it's very very true when they say use it or lose it um and if you don't use, unfortunately, your, your your penis, shall we say, I can talk openly, I'm an adult, um, is a muscle. So ultimately, if you don't lose it, if you don't use it, it, you will lose it. It will just, it will stop to perform. And a lot of people forget that. So some people can go through years without having it and, and not using it. And, and we've got to be mindful of that. Um, but at the same time, we also have to be mindful that um, it's really important to, to consider that men go through a lot of stress. They go through a lot of strain. They have to put the bread and butter on the table. They have to perform. You have to be 
a husband, a partner, a dad, a boss, a colleague. We all have to do exactly the same. And, um, you know, you sit there and I, 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 today I was, I was in work and, and there was a, um, one of the ladies had a breakdown because her computer didn't work and it came up with a, a warning notification. And I was like, oh, okay, everything all right. That's fine, yeah, yeah. So she was allowed to have a breakdown because she got an error message on our Outlook, which actually didn't impact anything. Um, but she didn't get anywhere with 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 with, um, with IT, so to speak. So she's able to have a breakdown, and we all nurtured her and said it was okay, and I went and dealt with it. But when a man says, I can't perform because I'm not in the right place, it's frowned upon. What do you mean? Well, I'm going to go off and, and admittedly, I've said this. If you want to go off and find it, you crack on. Or do you want to stay and help me? And I acknowledged this six months ago. And, um, and, and, and hence the reason why I'm talking to you in January, because January was my 2022 was my year to go stop this. I, I need, I've been on antidepressants now for the best part of five years and or four years. And I, I think it's four, four and a half, something like that. And I've had enough because it does suppress my emotions. So I'm working tirelessly every day, and I do go ups and downs. I'm working tirelessly every day to sort myself out and better my life and be a better husband, wife, uh, husband and father, sorry, wife. Oh, it could be anything. That's Friday nights I put a dress on, um, just because I like to feel the silk on my armpits. <laughs> <laughs> and I do like lacy knickers. Um, anyway, I digress. Um, so I sat down six months ago and I said, right, okay, I'm getting a bit frustrated here. I can't finish and I can't perform, so to speak. Um, we need to sit down and talk. And then we did, at length. And then we had a gin and we just relaxed. And then we just nurtured that time. And you know what? It's actually brought us, uh, and, and it's crazy to say, but six months later, um, I still struggle massively. I, I have to be, I don't have to, but I do, because as you've felt yesterday, I go in ups and downs, and those ups can last two, three days, two, three weeks. Those downs can last two, three days, two, three weeks. Depends on how I pick myself up. I certainly wouldn't have, I, I, I used to expect that if I was in a low mood, I would experience that low mood for the best part of a week to two weeks and I would slowly come out of it because I would find something that, that excited me and it would be a quick fix um so I, I had to acknowledge that and we sat down and we lashed it out and we took our time and do you know we became better people better couple better relationship I put aside the the necessity for the quick fixes and there's a problem here no I addressed the relationship problems and said, we need this, this, and this to happen. And we did. We we nurtured that, and we we grew, and we are growing to be a better couple. I mean, it's gone from literally sleeping, you know, on the edge of a bed, not touching that person, not wanting to be touched. And that's not through necessity of being attracted, but just not interested. Um, to literally facing each other, and cuddling and falling asleep. And that's amazing. And that's because we spoke openly about the problems. And, you know, we're not... Men aren't just a light switch. Yeah, when you're younger, you are. But as you get older, 
And this is where we experience, because, you know, you get to a certain age and you start feeling pressures and stress, because as you get older, a man is normally, you know, could be married, could have children, is progressing through his career, so he's giving himself more stress. He could potentially be going into a manager's role where he's dealing with all sorts of personalities. And this is where, you know, we there's women that experience that as well. Um but you could be going into work and like say today in work I've had two women crying over different scenarios and and that's not a negative but what we do as men is we comfort them and we go okay, don't worry about it we'll deal with it but who comforts the man because it's frowned upon isn't it it's frowned oh you, what do you mean you can't perform is it me what am I doing wrong do you not find me attractive anymore absolutely not but what you need to understand is that the body and the mind are two de- separate things. Excuse me, talking is bringing the the air up, so I've realised it's not the way I sit. If I take a deep breath, it's all right. There we go, mindfulness. <laughs> um, it, but we don't we don't acknowledge it for men, and we just too many people, too many relationships have been lost over not just talking and not just dealing with it from a head-on level and going I need to acknowledge this and you actually should you will become I guarantee I hope you if you openly talk about your problems and I don't mean emasculate yourself and make it look like you can't perform because you could have been in a relationship for long enough to know that that's not the case then your partner should stand by you because mental health can affect a range of everything and most things that men do when they have mental health issues, is they get stuck into work or they get stuck into something just to keep their mind occupied, to stop them from thinking about things. And ultimately, men get exhausted when they do that and they want to go home and they just want to go to sleep because they want to shut themselves away from the negativity. And they think, the only time I'm going to get that is if I go to sleep. Unless you're on the other one, the other side, where you become an insomniac, if you like, where you're just up keeping your mind occupied through media or xbox or whatever you do to keep yourself occupied at night and i've been sat there like i said best part of three days um where i've just churned it over and i've got myself i ground myself so far into the ground over that three days and the only thing i focused on was work i still performed in work and then i went home and just ran craziness because i was also becoming i was almost becoming delusional so it's really important to acknowledge and only men can acknowledge when that's happened. And we've all had the miss, the odd mishap here and there, you know. Christ, it's not an art, is it? Do you know what I mean? It could be classed as a, a tantric art. Tantric sex, isn't it? That's the art of sex. <laughs> Karma Sutra. Um, but all of those, even just talking about tantric sex and Karma Sutra, they encompass um, non-sexual intercourse ways of connecting cuddling getting into certain positions and just embracing each other and learning from each other and it as as crazy as it sounds i'm no sex expert christ alive no um but i'm just trying to offer you some sort of um some sort of hope that it's not a problem it's not an issue please as a man do not think it's an issue it is just your mind is preoccupied and unfortunately a man needs it needs to be in the moment do you know what i mean it needs to experience things we need visual representation we need 
that brain to be working to get us into that mode when your brain isn't firing on all cylinders and it shuts down well, it's going to affect your performance in everything it affects mental health doesn't just affect your performance in work your emotional performance it affects everything and one of the biggest like i said and i revert back to the start of the podcast one of the biggest problems is when you don't perform in something that men are there to do that is our sole purpose isn't it really i mean when you get down to the nitty gritty of you know the male that's what it's there for it's there to produce it's there to keep the population going and when you that's instilled in us and as i said we we accept women when they're not in the mood but nobody really accepts a man and then what men tend to do is they tend to chase it and then when they don't perform they chase it then don't perform they chase it until the point where they go, this is really annoying. There's something wrong with me here. I can't perform. This is my purpose in life. I in, That is my one enjoyment, is sexual intercourse. But I'm not interested. And it's really hard for a man. It's just as hard for a man to get interested as it is a woman. It really is. And I think that that, that taboo needs to be broken. So... I want to offer some sort of support, really, in this is this podcast, really. And I wanted to talk openly about a subject that I know hits a lot of men and a lot of men don't talk about it the rain's coming back um and I want to just address that really and just make you feel supported in the notion that it's not a negative it's just your brain telling you you need to heal your brain is saying you haven't got time for this mate you haven't got the energy for this so what are you doing and do you know what just embrace through a cuddle doesn't always have to result in sex it can and will when the time is right um if you try and force a situation you'll then give yourself into a situation where when you're not performing you then get anxiety about performing and that makes it even worse then because now have you not only got the mental health side of things where you couldn't start and perform at start now you've got the anxiety about it and then men go through that phase of going have i pleased her have i satisfied her him her whatever um and then you even doubt yourself and then you actually put doubt in the relationship and then the relationship you end up coming further apart do you see what i'm doing here this is the vicious circle so what you need to do is recognize this problem talk to your partner and say do you know what i don't know what it is i don't know why i'm like i am i've got no way of pinpointing at the moment but i've acknowledged that it is a problem can we find a way of engaging as a couple but without that pressure and you'll be surprised and if you just take away that pressure it's one less pressure that you have to worry about because we will worry about as as a men as men we do worry when we can't perform we expect to be every man thinks that they're the best thing since sliced bread in the bed you know they're like yeah i'm a fucking i'm a hero mate you know are you (laughs) do you know what i mean you won't know do you know what i mean but what you will know is when you're not performing at that level and if you think that level is up there in a 10 and you're performing now at a six the reality is you were probably performing at a six and you're now performing at a two (laughs) you then worry about your relationship and i think that it's unfair but there is women out there that put that pressure on the man and go well what's it me or just want to do this and and they drop those little snips in snippets in to say well yeah well i I wouldn't mind a bit you're like well hold on a minute don't put that pressure on me i'm going through my own journey at the moment and when you support the your partner 
and the support comes back, you'll actually become a closer a closer couple. I certainly do now see that side of things of being open and honest. Um, and this is where I'm openly talking to people and I'm going, do you know what? Acknowledge it. Embrace it. And I've said this all the way through. Embrace the challenge and address it at the right time. When you're going through a mental health journey, the last thing you have the energy to do is perform sexually. You just don't. Whether you're going through any sort of issue that is stopping that performance, that's the last thing you need to think about. You need to think about getting better. You need to think about being positive. You need to think about engaging in other acts, cuddles, kisses, holding hands, text messages just saying I'm here to support you like I said to you at the start um, I was a bit flat and you know that was that was that was openly discussed in my podcast yesterday and, and it came across in my podcast yesterday but on the back of that I've had two people that have contacted me that have said this this morning yo dude have a great day and then when I didn't talk I got a phone call and another text message you're right Jim Bob now that is support and that is what I've nurtured in my support network. I've nurtured those people and gone negative to people I'm not interested in. I'm not interested in negative people. I'm interested in the people that I want to help and I'm interested in the people that I want to support. And being open and honest has certainly helped me become a better person. And I feel, even though when I'm low, I was low yesterday and I've come straight back out of it because I've I've spoken and been open about it. But one of the things we don't talk about, there's a lot of things that men don't talk about, but I want to break that taboo and talk about, you know, intercourse in a relationship with mental health problems. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? It's a big thing. And it's certainly a massive thing for a man to not be able to perform because we think that that is where we get the spark from in a relationship because that's how our brains think. And when you can't perform there, you're actually more worried about the relationship splitting up or dispersing, going its own way, or your partner cheating on you. Um, There's even circumstances where men have gone and slept with other women or other people um, to make sure that it's not a problem with your current partner. And then it it transpires that it's not, it's a problem with you. (laughs) But it's too late because you've caused loads of damage. So I want to address it quickly and swiftly because I think that it's one of those things that we don't talk about. How do you open up about it? It's always difficult to open up about something so close to a man's heart. Um, And I truly hope that there's people out there in your support network that you can open up to, but it is difficult. How do you talk about that? One of those things that you'll, you'll go and have a beer and you'll talk about it over a beer. Me personally, I'm 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 a pretty open guy. I'll tell you exactly as it is, and I, and and I've only become that person the last six months. I used to bottle absolutely everything up, and it came a pressure cooker. It is the only way I can describe it. And now I don't. Now I go, okay, I'm openly talking about the fact I'm frustrated, or I'll openly say I'm just not in the mood. And you know, men are complex, just as complex as women. Except we have to get on with it we have to just soldier on that's what we have to do but we don't have to do that reduce your support network down get to people you can confide in get some people you can trust in get to people that 
will listen to you and give you active advice or just listen to you and go like me dude you just need to rest you just need to reevaluate everything you need to talk to your partner and explain the situation because you know i've lost a lot by not being open and talking and just thinking it will go away or like most men it's a blip it will come back no it won't and you're going to leave yourself mentally unprepared for the future if you don't deal with your problems now and a lot of the time you can look from the outside in and go he looks like he's all right he's got everything around him he's got like i did you know i i went for a stage of trying to buy things to get happiness and one of the biggest things i did was i started collecting adidas trainers and i bought over a period of time by the way so this isn't overnight but 20 pairs of adidas trainers different ones because i i don't know that's what it was and now i've got these trainers and i'm like well i know i'm set for trainers for the next 20 years because one pair a year i'm happy as larry do you know what i mean and then i started collecting watches and and i was like oh this is a nice watch 12 watches in here i am because i'm trying to compensate for things rather than dealing with it right from the horse's mouth and just going sitting down and 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 if you've got a truly supportive partner that you've been with that you love and truly love um they will acknowledge that you're going through a tough time and they will acknowledge that you just need support um you might even find that that will open up new doors in your relationship um you know to help you cope with it as a couple um and you'll be surprised. And even when you spoke about it, and I certainly, I, I did talk about it. And and then I spoke about it again a couple of weeks later because I was like, I don't think I've emphasized enough on this. And it's really important that you just go, oh, I'm just going through something for now. No, you're not. You're not going through something for now. I'm in a horrible place, is what you say. And it's affecting everything. And the last thing I can think about is performing sexually. So I don't want to, but I want you to acknowledge it's not because of you. It's not because I don't fancy you. I absolutely do. Um, And then you might find ways that you've got to try and re-engage with your couple. You might find that sending messages during the day will activate you and make you happy during the day rather than just hearing nothing all day. And it certainly helped my relationship by saying, I need more acknowledgement. I can't just walk through the door, switch it on, and here I am you know be a dad and then switch off that light switch from being a dad to being a partner when i'm going through all this pressure um and you've got to work it as a team because it's a team ethos isn't it and we we dispose of relationships so quickly don't we and in actual fact if we just deal with the root cause you could find that your relationship will actually be a lot stronger um if you've got a partner that's not willing to to address it and acknowledge it then yeah you're in a situation where you're not in a good relationship then and they're not offering you the support you need and this is where i go back to every podcast where i said look around you and look at your support network and if you've got a partner that is not interested in looking after you while you're going through your own journey but nine times out of ten they would expect you to support them while they're going through their journey um you know there's there's been circumstances where you know, a woman could have had a, say, for instance, a hysterectomy. That's a massive operation and can take years to recover. And if you were the partner of that person, you would sit there and you would stand by because that's a woman. 
and you need to acknowledge she's been for a big operation. She needs that support. So you would do that and you will sit there and you will bite your tongue for however long it needs and you'll do whatever it needs to get your own relief. And I'm not talking about cheating. I'm talking about whatever you want to do. Um, but on the flip side, when a man's going through that, we just expect him to get on with it, don't we? We just go, you know, I, I, I want something. And, and it's very negative, isn't it? And we don't, and I want to address that. But ultimately, I want you to know that it is experienced across the board. You're certainly not alone. Um, and just by talking, it will help massively. And you'll build a better relationship. If you don't build a better relationship, then maybe that relationship wasn't intended for a long, it's long course. You know, didn't have longevity in it. It's a good word. I love that word. So I'm going to tap it up and wrap it up there. And um, a big old subject that, and it's a real taboo subject. And do you know what? I was actually excited to talk about it because it was a really big part of my life and has been for 10 years. And you chase a lot of things when you're feeling that low because it is an endorphin rush. It's a huge endorphin rush for a man. And, and it's almost like when you can't get that through your, your your hobbies or your work or your friends, you're like, well, my, my, my fall guy is my couple partner and having sex. And it's, it's a big intimacy thing for men. And when that doesn't happen, you, it's even more degrading. It's even more emasculating. And then it puts you in a, in a, in a worse place. But when you acknowledge it, when you talk about it, and when you're open about it, you can actually find that there's other people that have suffered, there's other people that are suffering, and it offers you some sort of reassurance, doesn't it? Uh, and, and I hope that this podcast really is just about reassurance, that you're not a machine, um, and I urge you if, you, if you have experienced this, or you are experienced this, to, to deal with it, don't shut it down and think it's going to go away and it's just going to be it will turn itself back on eventually it won't if anything it will get worse certainly did for me got to the point where I ruined relationship after you know I ruined everything by not dealing with this problem and uh, and it's just not a nice place to be Um, so yeah please rest assured you're not the only one you're not the first person to experience it and you're certainly not the last um but if you address it and acknowledge it, you can move forward and you can be positive and you can build a better relationship. And even by confiding in a friend, you might find out you've got similarities or you might find, oh, dude, you know, you need someone to talk to. Or I understand, mate, because all men, I think, have experienced it at some point in their life in some sort of form. And we tend to turn it into a little bit of fun and joviality, don't we? <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, making sure that you don't get you, you and you will get the banter afterwards. When you, God, you can't look at him, he is. You know, he, he can't perform. <laughs> you know what I mean, but it'll 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 make humour of the situation because it is a big subject for men. Um, so yeah, there you go. Thank you. I feel so good talking about that. I don't know why. I just it's another big topic, isn't it? It's another big subject that is quite damning on mental health and. Um, yeah, when you don't get something that used to you, you, you could guarantee would offer you pleasure um, because you're not getting it from anywhere else. You're in that mental health spiral. When you don't get that only pleasure that you know you were guaranteed, it's really disheartening. And you're like, well, what's the point? 
Why am I here if I can't do the thing I'm purposely sole, my sole purpose is to do? Um, I'm supposed to protect. I'm supposed to satisfy my woman. <laughs> and yeah, that's what you do. It's old school, I know. But you are. It's what you do. You intentionally try to satisfy your woman. And, you know, hopefully they'll try and satisfy you. Um, but when it's one way, for whatever reason, whether it's them or us, um, it's difficult to deal with, isn't it? And it can put a lot of strain on a relationship because you've not spoke about it and you've shut it down, you've buried it deep. But we don't want to do that. And I'm here to talk to tell you to talk about it. And talk about it in depth. Don't just glaze over and go, I'm not in a very good place this week. Or just feeling a bit stressed at work, darling. Do you know what I mean? No, you're not, mate. This has been going on longer. I think I've got a problem. I think we need to address it. Can you help me with it? And just become a couple. Do you know what I mean? In sickness and health or whatever. You know, whether you're in a civil partnership and you've been together for years. Whether you're in a new relationship and just experiencing it. Or whether you're in a marriage, whatever. Whatever you're experiencing. It's good talk, you know. Um, so yeah, I want to just talk about a subject and, and thank you for listening. And hopefully I've offered some sort of support and guidance for you to say that you don't worry about it. It, it. it will come back, but you've got to work on it to get it back. It won't just happen. Um, so yeah, there we go. Thank you for listening. Oh, I'm exhausted. What a day. Um, thank you for listening. And, um, yeah, I'm going to leave it there and, um, I look forward to talking to you all again soon. Um, feedback is always welcome so yeah love to hear hear back from you the the people are engaging with me now and it's really positive for me and I like that it's amazing so uh, so that keeps me motivated Um, so thank you Um, take care and I hope you have a good rest of the week thank you for listening to the gentleman's talk please subscribe for regular shows on the mental health battles men face on a daily basis and more on james's personal experiences with his own mental health journey 